But uh, <laughs> there's an age-old bit that comedians used to do on stage years ago, uh, in like probably vaudeville, called the arms bit. The arms bit. Yes, where you would... Uh, oh, let's, let's, let's see right here. Um, all right. Uh, the arms bit is something that uh, you would yeah. do at the end of your show yeah. and okay. call up volunteers right. to stand behind you and... and Let's see how you do it, John. Okay. Now, uh, I paid. Uh, this is a. I paid over fourteen thousand dollars for this uh, arms bit practice puppet, right? I would have paid fifty dollars. No mo. Cancel culture puppets, props, puns, podcasts. my eyes hey ladies and gentlemen it's time once again for another episode of cancel culture yes it's the pop culture magazine and here he is the sailor of silly the edmund fitzgerald of comedy ladies and gentlemen he was a panic on the titanic let's have a nice hand for our captain mr john cancel john hey dorks Thanks for listening to the show tonight and watching it, too, and in TV land out there on YouTubeville. Uh, I'm John Cancel, and this is Legendary Wid. Hey, uh, John, you look, put that hat on. You look like you have a yacht to offer. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I went overboard there. I didn't mean to do that. Okay? No, I look like a Russian shrimp boat captain. Yeah, shrimp boat is right. Every, I heard the lady say you got a dinghy. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I'm sorry, John. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. Um, okay, Ugh. Admiral. Yes, and I, I got my new my new blue suit jacket today. All wow. dressed in. I may mention the word blue, blue, and blue. Uh, get my tie and my thing here too. Um, but I hope uh, Wid had a good uh, good weekend. I hope everything went f- well for you. Oh, everything always goes well for me. I'm a, you know I'm a happy man, and uh, as long as I have my toys and my props, I'm a, you know I'm out there. I uh, uh, I didn't get to work. We got canceled twice this weekend, didn't we? Uh, or no, oh, or he no, showed I, up a month early. Oh yeah, we, that's true. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. We're not supposed to tell anybody, but we showed up a month early. For, yeah, we went to a venue a uh, because uh, 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 I think we told us already. So we went to a, we went to a venue, and Lenny goes, "Oh no, you're you're here um, March 18th." Like yeah, yeah. right. And uh, so <laughs> here's a blues band playing. So we did a couple of numbers with the with the crew. Yeah, uh, Harry Turner and the Bunsen Burners. Uh, We'd play a mean harp, and I, I played the swinette. Um, but it was pretty cool. I had a neat time. But um, I did a, 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 I did some neat things over the weekend. I hear you did some neat things over the weekend. You were with uh, the Reverend Bob Levy from the Howard Stern Show and uh, from one of his many podcasts. Bob is a good friend of mine, um, and he's a, he's a different, different uh, uh, type of comedian than I am. And he's a very good guy. Bob's a right-in-your-face, very funny, crowd-working guy. Very, and he's, you know, it's funny, too. He can say very 
cutting things to you, but he smiles when he says it, so you'll laugh at it, like Don Rickles would do. And, yeah, you know, and there's uh, there's something to be said about being that. I think that if I went out to a, you know, because we're pretty uh, prim and proper in our, uh, in our comedy. I mean, there's one or two moments that, uh, you know, maybe go and uh, jump the shark. Like I had a couple of Gigi Allen moments. I don't know what that means, John. That's some sort oh. of some sort of uh, hey people red out there. tube code or something. Look up Gigi Allen. He was a famous punk rocker who uh, was oh. lived the whole life of punk rock. What he would do on stage, he would do funny things on stage and throw in people's faces. He was, uh, you know, he was. Uh, uh, I, I never got into punk rock. I always thought that it was just uh, an excuse for people to not sound good. Okay, and you know, I. I don't know what that was. That could be a punk rock song. Okay. Uh, it was a plate in my head. Oh, look at that there. <laughs> no, but um, no, but we, uh, so I did the show with Bob, and it was very funny. I was on the show with Bob Gonzo, okay, who's a very good, funny guy and a very good entertainer. Um, and it's funny how who he looks like. He he looks like Tiny Tim. He has that long Tiny Tim black hair, and he and he he mentions this too. Um, he said and he he names everybody he looks like. He goes look like a Tiny Tim. Uh, uh, oh, well, who else? Al, Al Molinaro, who played uh, Murray the Cop on... on oh, a, yeah, he looks just like Murray and, the Cop. And, and Happy Days, and he's a very good guy. So I'm trying to think of my way when I went after him. I said, he looks like uh, John Goodman in a fright wig. But uh, <laughs> there's an age-old bit that comedians used to do on stage years ago, uh, in like probably vaudeville, called the arms bit. The arms bit. Yes, where you would... Uh, oh, let's, let's, let's see right here. Uh, all right, all uh, right. The arms bit is something that uh, you would yeah. do at the end of your show yeah. and okay. call up volunteers right. to stand behind you and, and let's see how you do it, John. Okay. Now, uh, I paid uh, this is a I paid over $14,000 for this uh, arms bit practice puppet, right? I would have paid $50 no mo. And <clears throat> what the performer does is he takes his hands here and he has to have giant price tags on there. But uh, you put <laughs> he, he puts his arms behind his back. Then he gets two people or one person to stick their fingers through like that. And but he's it's like, really their hands. It's somebody else's arms doing it. So they're like, oh, I'm driving down the street. And he makes her little hands go, la, 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 la. And then uh, I, I had to take my zipper around. And it's usually a girl. And she has to mimic pulling his zipper down. La, la, la. And he had two hot girls doing it. That looks like. Uh, la, 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 la. That looks like the doll they bring to court when they. Oh. Say, and what did John touch on you? La, 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 okay. This is a Pete Rose doll. <laughs> la, 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 la. Look, <laughs> look at me, I'm Tig Nagarato. Okay, but um, uh, but he did that, and the crowd, the crowd went crazy for it. They loved it. Right? They always love it, and some people do it better than others. Some people do the. Oh, uh, and 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 it, and then wait. By the way, too, if you did this, people out there, all right. Uh, if you did this, you would be. King of the VFW halls, and yeah. Uh, the, so then he did this routine, King, he got, and he's a very good guy too. They loved it. He has a ventriloquist dummy mouth that fits over your head. It goes over here, right? And he squeezes a little wire and makes the mouth move, and you just stand there, and it's very funny. And uh, right, and he crushed with it. He he did really well with it. And uh, and then I'm like, I gotta follow this guy. And uh, Bob said, no, 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 no. He's been doing it for 100 years. And anybody who can get up there and, uh, you know, do that chestnut of doing the arms 
Is, well, by uh, the way, too, he told me something very, very interesting. Uh, <laughs> he he worked with Ronnie Danger, Dangerfield the last ten years of his life, or like okay. the, the tw- twenty years. He opened from a lot, and uh, he had these really great Ronnie Dangerfield stories. I'm like, I'm in. I want to hear these stories. Um, here he was a you know North Jersey working guy, man. He he worked a lot. He used to work at Dangerfields, and uh, and the famous story that if you just Google Ronnie Dangerfield stories, they always say what a perfectionist he was, and also too they always say this: he was never happy. And he, he admitted that on the Stern show. Stern goes, Rodney, were you ever happy? No, he goes, Rodney, have you ever been happy? And Rodney goes, no, not really. No, never. And he's like, maybe this isn't his life. But uh, the famous stories you always hear about Rodney is he would come, he would get changed right away from his black, black shirt, suit and red tie and put on a bathrobe. And he would sit and talk to comedians in his dressing room and his groin would fall out and you'd see his groin vegetables john i don't know what part of the anatomy that is but uh you know he's a human being i guess uh, vegetables coming out of his well you'd, you'd uh, see his I, body I, parts I played, the Ro- I played rodney's uh, club a bunch of times and uh was he ever there uh yeah he was there a couple times he was there one time with red fox how about oh, that that's so, a, i'm sorry i cut you off i apologize they cut they they cut each other down with the dozens, you know, like your mother, you know, uh, and calling each other uh, the N word and uh, you know saying anything. And I think it was just to benefit the uh, the younger comics who were there no. th- that they would uh, they would pull such. Uh, I would I wouldn't even I would never say the, the N word. I don't even say Nicorette gum or vinaigrette. But uh, oh, by the way, too. All right, I think he was very funny, but I think that uh, the the one of the Red Fox was one of the least handsome comedians of all time. I'm sorry, he just—he uh, was—he looked like he looked like wow. a Red Fox. Um, I'm not being, being mean. There's Denzel Washington's a very handsome. handsome Red gen. Fox's real name was Fred Sanford. Fred Sanford. Uh, his, his father's name was Fred. Yeah, he was that's like right. Uh, Ed Sanford, yeah. or something like that. But, and, but his, uh, they, he actually named himself after his father. Fred Sanford on Sanford and Son, and that was Red Fox, and Red Fox was there at uh, uh, at uh, Dangerfields, and you know, and he got up and he told the vase joke. Oh, you know, when oh, she, no, uh, you yes, know, don't we have a vase? Yeah. You know, which is a very, and to hear him say these classic lines that, uh, and he didn't want anything to do with Sanford and Son when he was mm-hmm. telling jokes. He would smoke cigarettes, yeah. and, and you know. And, uh, you know, and he had a, a couple set pieces. He was, uh, you, know, you know, hilarious. We loved him. It's, it's but that, well, don't, don't forget what you're saying. There's a famous picture taken of Rodney and Red Fox together. Wow. And it's a beautiful picture. It's, a, it's them smiling, laughing like, at the camera. And they're, and they're both, in, and I think it was in maybe when you were there. Uh, it, uh, it could have been, but because. Uh, it's a. We went, uh, I was there for, for a week or something, and uh, we went one time to Astoria, uh, uh, not Astoria, yeah, to Yonkers, okay, Screaming Yellow Yonkers in New York, okay, yes. 45 minutes from Broadway, and that's what Yonkers is, and uh, that was an old song, too, about Yonkers, and uh, guess who had a club there in Yonkers that uh, appealed to, uh, like, a, a, a club? Can I guess? No. It, you can guess. Suzanne Summers? No, Suzanne Summers uh, did not have a club in Yonkers. Chris Morgani? 
Grandpa. Oh, Grandpa Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Okay. And he had a club <laughs> in Yonkers that was sort of Grandpa's, you know, disco. Right. And he would serve, uh, they would serve large drinks in a fishbowl with a piece of uh, dry ice in it. So everybody had these giant fishbowls filled with liquor and dry ice coming out right. of it, like, yeah. and all the uh, waiters and waitresses, they would, uh, they would dress up as, uh, you know, monsters, as, uh, monsters. as monsters and, and things like that. And it was a monster-themed sort of nightclub. Well, Rodney went there, and we came with him, and we went to the Grandpa's place. And Grandpa was, by that time, he was an old guy. He was just yeah. sitting there like this. He looked like this. How you doing? And Rodney just came in like, hey, how you doing, Grandpa? He goes, sex and drugs. That's what it's all about, Rodney. I, I, that's all it's all about, Grandpa. Sex and drugs. That's what it's all about. And he kept repeating that. And uh, he goes, and then sometimes eating. <laughs> and then, and then that was that was the conversation that uh, Grandpa and oh. Rodney had. Okay, it's that that's but that's you know uh, right before it closed, Wid and I, right to point it wrong, Wid and I uh, got a chance to work at Dangerfields. They they called us up, and it was some four shows in you know Manhattan, wherever it was at, four shows, two on Friday, two on Saturday for like a hundred hours, and I'm thinking, oh. I said, wait, this, and near the end, it did not have the prestige. You know what? I, I asked the guy, I said, well, can you give us 50 extra dollars? If he couldn't give us 50 extra dollars, I'm going to, I'm going to say, yeah, we turned that down. And it was, uh, you, you, you know, I'm, I, I kind of regret it now. Right. Okay. Because Rodney's is, uh, uh, you know, Dangerfields is no longer there, but. You know, I also felt a little bit good standing up for myself and saying, I'm oh. not going to work. You know, we're Philadelphia guys. We, uh, you know, to get up there with uh, oh, yeah. those, all sorts of things. Wind. And the exposure wasn't that great. At, uh, no, that, it was, it was I mean, it way was, past its prime. Uh, it was way past its prime. And it was a lot of, uh, you know, like bachelorette parties it, or, it was a, or, it, or birthday parties or a, things a, like a that. A tourist trap. It was a tourist yeah. trap, yes. Um, Very much. Yeah, I, I know a little I, a little idea about uh, not idea a little factoid about you and I. You and I were the last performers to perform at the Pittsburgh Funny Bone before it closed. <laughs> I love the Pittsburgh Funny Bone. And I had such a good time there. And we were also the last performers at the Club Casbah in Wildwood before <laughs> it closed. Um, and it's uh, but you know, I must have closed other places too with my uh, with my corny act. Um, you know, but oh. So, all right, so back to the weekend. All right, so we wait, we did, so we talked about Bob Gonzo, and he knew he worked with Rodney. All right, and he saw Bob Gonzo, a great guy. Uh, it used to be a booker. He doesn't book yeah. anymore, or something. Not really. Maybe church shows once in a while, but he uh, he spoke very highly of you. Uh, so that was on Friday night. Okay. Did he say God bless you? Yes, God he did. Yes, okay. he's a real nice guy. Yeah. Um. And, oh, his wife books uh, bands. Okay. And I gave her all the information about the Rottenberries. Oh, she, okay. I told her about the rotten berries, and they uh, the rotten berries. Oh, rotten berries. I'm sorry. And uh, no, but she goes, I love acts like that, and she'll be in touch with you. Great. If something comes the up, the rotten berries <laughs> is a group that I'm in, and uh, we just did. Uh, I think last week we talked about it. I just did a uh, sort of a virtual comic convention. Okay. It's like had, a, yeah, we we did said that. 
but uh, we got good feedback from it. So that was the really Roddenberries, uh, you know, are once again going to be the house band at the convention in Las Vegas. So, are you going to fly out there this year? I'm going out there maybe this I'll year. Go, maybe yeah. I'll go with you. It's yeah. a hey, uh, maybe I think so. I'm going to do, do the, it on the uh, yeah. thing. I want to see my friend Tara Top and ask him for money. I think it's uh, the same week as the Human Centipede Convention. But I want to. Uh, uh, so that was the human centipede. Con- oh, oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, there you go. So, but, so, so, but, um, so that was Friday night. All right. All right. Saturday night. All right. I did a show in Clifton Heights, Pennsylvania, down below the Philadelphia airport with the Reverend Bob Levy, who I mentioned he was a very good, he's, yeah, he's a very good guy, man. And he, he he's, he's just different from you yeah. in a way that, uh, his, uh, is a little bit more, as we say in the business, He's a little bit more of a blue comedian. Yes, uh, he'll admit that. He'll freely admit that. And, right? and right? you know, not, uh, not this color blue. But uh, uh, John is uh, he's sort of, uh, you know, you, you can delve into the blue, but uh, yeah. you mostly stay on, uh, you know, on the course of uh, mom and pop. Uh, like, and, and I, kids. I can I can say like dirty diaper. So, uh, but it was Bob Levy. All right, Kevin Brennan. It was another another experienced, funny veteran guy who was on Saturday Night Live, an HBO special. And uh, he came down from Jersey City to do the show. And he's originally from the area. And his brother's Neil Brennan, who created the Chappelle show, and, right? And uh, directed Pootie Tang, uh, the Louis C.K. movie. But uh, another good guy. And, it was, and, it, and I'm telling you, man, this was a very hilarious R-rated show. All right? Uh, it was unbelievable. And, uh, right? And then... Uh, they talk about bodily functions a lot. Yeah, did they, did it was. They it was talk oh about bodily functions in the shower. Yeah. Oh my I, god! And it's very. Funny. It's funny too. Bob. Bob is, could say the, like, like. Oh wait. Like. Uh, like. All right. Uh, he he saw a guy with just, uh, a big belt buckle on. Okay. And he's like, <laughs> look at this guy's belt buckle. He goes, How old's that thing? What are you going to go home and masturbate the gun smoke? <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, right. Thank God. And, and and it was just oh oh my God, it was it was just bonkers. All right, and uh, and I, you know by the way too, I'm not on stage here going. Imagine shopping. I I talk to my R-rated stuff, or, or I, unfortunately too, thank God too, I, I had in my wheelhouse, my wheelhouse. Uh, I had to. Uh, I know a bunch of Jackie the Joke Man jokes. Okay. And it's weird. I'm, I weird. I I got them with that. Like I, I I'm not saying I crush. I hate when comics say that, but I did not lose them. Um, and uh, but it was very, very, very ridiculous. Oh, it was sort of a gruff audience. Was it a gruff? No, audience? no, no. It was all. Uh, it was all white guys, working class guys in a Polish club that hold about 250 people. It was a really great time. Uh, maybe we'll do it next year. It was. I had a. It was just a. a, a I I enjoy doing these more than comedy clubs when you do like a hall. Because they laugh, they're good, and when they're really laughing, if you do comedy, when they really laugh too, that's when you see your improv come out. Because you ad lib. I've seen you do it. You, you, you'll, you'll hit a joke, and then they'll laugh. And you'll, you'll add on it, and you keep doing it, and then, or you, then you bring it back. It really inspires you to add on. All right, but anyway, at the show. All right, some guy gave me a, an edible, right? But it wasn't a cookie. It was a flat. It was look at my thumb if it was flat. Some kind of gummy, but it was flat like that big, like a piece of piece of Wrigley gum. Okay. Right? And uh, I only took it on the way home. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want to 
to have anything to disrupt me once I'm driving. You know, uh, you know, and and and, uh, and I'm not Victor Von Pothead, right? Or you know, Cheech and Kensel. But uh, on the way, all right. So I took the way home. Cheech and Kensel. Yeah, right. Hey man, <laughs> Al's not here. Right. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I uh, took on the way home, and I felt really good, relaxed, and uh. And Sunday was a semi nice. No, it was a lousy day out. I uh, I just vegged all day long. I practiced my instrument and just vegged out the whole day. I, it, it was still working through my system. And then uh, Monday, uh, when I had to uh, go to the yeah, you can't gauge that stuff. That you know, it's like melanoma. If you take too much of it, you get a you get a sleep hangover. Oh, and he's right on that too. And it was a uh, but I felt, I felt but also too. Sometimes you take these things. It's not the best thing in the world for your digestive system, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it, it tears the fabric of humanity apart inside your intestines. Holy good God. That's all I'm saying. And uh, um, oh, real, before you don't, what's going on there? What, what, what's this? What's he doing? Oh, don't. I, oh. You're talking about the digestive system, John. <laughs> and oh. it just reminded me, this weekend I did, I went out and. Four stomachs turned. Ground beef. I did that joke before. Ladies and gentlemen, I was out there. Oh, all right. This weekend, and, uh, you know, I'd like to still look at records, you know, vinyl and all that. But I found this record. Okay. Hold on. on, 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 Yeah, look at that. It's called. What's it called, John? Victor Buono Heavy. Now, Victor Bono, I met him uh, when I first told uh, jokes in beautiful downtown New York. You met him? At the Improv, yes. Oh. And he had a, uh, he had, you know, we all know him as King Tut, okay? That was his uh, biggest, uh, King Tut in the oh. Batman series. Wait. I know he was in Whatever Happened to Baby Jane. Yes. But I also think... He was also in Hush Hush. Hush. Yes, he played the father in Hush Hush, Sweet Charlotte. And he was only like 26. He always played an older guy, mm-hmm. okay, or an older character uh, than he was. I mean, he, I, I'm pretty sure he died at 33. I mean, you know, he, he was... He, he, uh, he was young. I know. He used to bill himself sometimes uh, as the fat man from Batman, okay, <laughs> because he played King Tut. And look at the name of the uh, album, Heavy. And he's uh, there with a, you know, uh, with a jar of candy and things like that. But some of the songs on this He sings? Heavy, I thought he did, like, comic poetry. Uh, it, uh, it's sort of like poetry, beat poetry with, uh, with a thing around it. And some of it's, you know, it's humorous. I mean, he went on to the uh, Johnny Carson show, and, uh, and they he loved did... It. Uh, uh, number one on side two, it's a uh, it's a uh, a piece called Fat Man's Prayer. Yes. Okay. They loved it, and they loved it. And after uh, he was on Johnny Carson, the next week it sold over seventy thousand copies. Okay, of Heavy, and yeah. that was a lot for back then. You know, you know it's, wait. Can I ask you where'd you get this record at? I uh, I got it at Goodwill because oh. it still has the two forty nine oh. on the thing, but it was a yellow sticker, uh. so I got it for a dollar twenty five. Oh, you know, you know it's really people if you're out there too, and you always go to the record section because several times Wid and I have thumbed through it, and you pull the record out and here it's autographed. 
Yeah. Several times you can find autographs. Like you, you should find it on the back cover of something like that. But I, I found, uh, a, a, well, my favorite one to find was, of course, Desi Arnaz. Oh, okay. man. Uh, I, I, I have one. Him. Some guy named Sam Goody wrote all over it. Well, Victor Bono, okay, uh, uh, actor, his, uh, his grandmother was in uh, vaudeville, so she taught him how to, uh, how to really act. You might remember him from, uh, he was very good friends with Adam West from yeah, Batman. Yeah, they were friends. And uh, he, uh, he actually, uh, he went to Villanova. Did you know that? No, no, I didn't know that. He went to Villanova and, uh, you know, and he uh, was uh, a Villanova is uh, right near us right now. We're, we're it's a famous it's a Ivy League college, isn't it? Uh, it, it was an Ivy League yeah. college, but uh, he started uh, in a uh, in like a group there, uh, and uh, he went on to bigger and better things. Like an agent saw him from Warner Brothers and gave him a thing. His father, okay, Victor Bono's father. <laughs> this is the most fascinating uh, podcast we've ever done. <laughs> Victor Bono. <laughs> Victor Bono's father <laughs> yes. was a convicted murderer. Never knew that. And, uh, he was an ex-cop, a convicted murderer, and a bird smuggler. Okay? <laughs> he would smuggle rare birds. Okay? And, he, and he was a... Yeah, well, you know, he was... Uh, yeah, he had that life. He was a, he, he was a I never knew this. Guy. I never knew this at all. Uh, and... He was uh, um, Baby Jane. They used to call that because they would bring out the old actresses. They called that hag horror, okay? It is. I can picture drag queens liking that. Oh, yeah. I mean, because uh, I'm writing a letter to Daddy. I used to see a a, a nice drag queen. It's a weird. Both those movies are weird, creepy movies that people think are the same movie. Well, he got an Oscar nomination for this, Mm -hmm. okay? He did not win. But he, uh, you know, and a Golden Globe nomination. So he went on, and uh, he was on not only Batman, okay? He was on, and he usually played the villain. He was on things uh, like Wild Wild West. He was on Perry Mason, The Rebel, The Untouchables, Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea. And uh, he, when he played King Tut, uh, that's the one that put him over the, oh. uh, the top. And that was when he was a uh, he was a, a professor of history. He got hit in the head with a brick. Oh, that was. And then he became. He was a, he was uh, a professor right of e- uh, Egyptian history, and he got hit with a brick, and he thought he was King Tut. <laughs> Even though King Tut was so stupid, King Tut was like eighteen when he died. And you ever see the real picture of King Tut? He was like yeah. deformed, and and he so, was like thirteen. Oh, 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 oh wait, wait, wait! I have a fact about King Tut. I have a fact okay. about King Tut. What? The mummy. I'll I'll say it clinically. Okay. He was mummified, aroused. Oh, I heard that. Yes, yeah. it was, uh, uh, you know. And if you didn't hear that, he gypped you. No. I'm, I, uh, no I know. That's not, <laughs> it's not Pharaoh. But, uh, well, he actually, uh, one of his last performances, he played a president. Which president do you think that? Uh, oh, of big- course. A big fat guy. Of course. Jimmy Carter. No. <laughs> Taft. Taft. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I don't. Uh, let me get. No, I didn't look at this. Did he play Taft in a Wild Wild Rest reunion movie or something? Yes, in a yes. Wild Wild Rest reunion yes. movie. Yes, exactly right, John. You are scary sometimes. It's but in he my played spank William bag. Howard Taft. Well, he always had a you know, and what he was, was on Johnny Carson a couple of times doing his poetry. Uh, uh, you know, he, and, he was married, and had several kids. 
No, he wasn't married and had several kids, but he, you know, he was kind of out. He said if it's good right. enough for Monty Cliff and James Dean yeah. and, uh, and Sal Mineo, it's good enough for me, which meant everybody knew those guys were either gay or bisexual, and they, they were the, uh, kind of out. Right. So he was kind of out, but, but he was, you know, he was, you know, he it, was one of those lovable guys. Oh, uh, You know, he was a, a character actor, and he had that look. And he, oh, could, he, yeah. he, he, he was a Shakespearean. That's why, you know, yeah. he, he did all the all Shakespearean things when he was young because he looked older yeah. and had a little bit more energy. I, I, that, I'm fascinated. Murderer, dad was a convicted bird smuggler. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I, just, I never knew that. Well, I'm telling you. Well, Victor, I, I never knew he went to Villanova. Well, uh, Victor, uh, when I met him, he had on bib overalls and things like that. And he was just like one of the yeah. guys at the improv waiting to get on. You know, we had a couple beers with him. Nobody mentioned, uh, you know, yeah. the thing. We were, we were comedians hanging Did, around. Didn't he, and, and he, when you saw him with bib, didn't he have like a beard? Like he looked like a hillbilly, didn't he? Or a beatnik? And he looked like, yes, yeah, so he looked like a beatnik and, uh, you know, and he, he was cool around us. You know, there was uh, all comics and we were kind of, Starstruck in the beginning, but then you know you're, you're hanging around with the guy and he's normal, you know. So, but unfortunately, John he he passed away. Yes, passed away of a heart attack at uh, age 33. 33. I could, so when he was uh, on, no, from 1938 to uh, uh, to, to 1982. So that would be. 43. 43. Yeah, but sorry. Even, even sorry, <laughs> I'm, I'm he's 10. But he died of a, a, a heart attack on New Year's Day, and he had been partying with his brother mm -hmm. on New Year's Day, 1982. And, and, uh, you know, and, and that, God bless him. We, we could probably do a, a whole segment on the show about anybody that's hulking <laughs> from 60s TV shows all die in their 40s. Well, this guy, Victor Bono, he on, on Heavy, which sold a lot, uh, he has... Uh, and he also made uh, books, too. He has books of poetry called uh, It Could Be Verse, okay? I guess he liked the puns, too. Uh, the side one on, on Heavy is uh, I'm Fat is number one, okay? I am fat. Uh, number two on uh, this side is A Word to the Wide. <laughs> a Word to the Wide. Uh, um, number three, Someday When I'm Skinny. Someday When I'm is, Skinny. Is the last one going to be super hilarious? <laughs> It's well, all fat. I, I don't know. No, he has bless me, doctor, because, okay. And number five was we're the most, oh, okay, and, and where he I, talks about himself twice, and you it know, says because he is twice the size. It says when he was young, younger, when it was raining, his parents brought him inside so the lawn could get wet. It says here he had to iron his pants in the driveway. Well, side two, side two, John. <laughs> Is the fat man's prayer, okay, sold yes. thousands, th you know, hundreds of thousands. Oh. Number two is skinny poems for fat lovers, okay? You're sort of a chubby chaser. You can't oh, say yeah. that anymore. Unless, no, but um, Unless uh, you're Lizzo. I am. Um, oh, did you? Lizzo stepped on a digital scale. Yeah. And said, oh, look, it's my phone number. <laughs> number three, <laughs> lard... Lib, okay, <laughs> Lord Lib, Lord Lord Liberation. He, uh, so, uh, number four is you don't have to be fat to hate Rome. Okay, hey, this should be called this. This record should be called Drop Dead Fatty. 
<laughs> Fatso. And we're going to drop dead right uh, here. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we love Victor Bono, and I, I would suggest anything that he is, he always put in a great performance. Mm. He was always whimsical, had those eyes, loved being uh, King Tut the most because it allowed him to do something that he never did, and that was overact. And he was in Who's Mind in the Mint? Check it out. He's in Move. Check it out. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, that has been another example of cancel culture. And here's John Cancel. I'm the legendary Wid. And be sure to press that subscribe. And hit the bell. Bing!